Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. It's been a really good show today so far. Got our guest Steve Fuson. Fuson. Fusion. Whatever. On with us today. We got our phone lines up and running today. 505-444-5059 if you're watching the live stream on Rumble. Got that working now, too. Had a little trouble with the first hour. We got it going. If you want to send us questions and comments, you can email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And also, I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. From there, you can listen to a full replay of this show. You can also listen to replays of all the other shows. As well as a tab I've got on there called Becca's Monologues. I had a lot of requests for that. People like my monologues I do every week. And, you know, I, I'll cover like an interesting topic every week. And uh, I've had a lot of requests for that. So I've been uploading them a little at a time. And I've got a tab on there, Becca's Monologues. And uh, you can listen to all of the monologues. And um, we'd sure like to hear from you. Yeah, we would. Absolutely. So anyway... Um, We've got uh, our phones up and running, and I've actually got a caller on hold already. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him on the line and see what he's got to talk about. Um, here we go. Let's see here. Hey, go ahead there. Who do we have on the line with Freedom Speak with Becca and Stella? Um, I prefer not to release my name. You want to make up a name that I have a name to call you by then? Uh, yes, Recall Keller. What is it again? Recall, Recall Keller, that's your name? Keller. Okay, Recall Keller that's is his I like name. To use, I, I, I'm afraid of retribution to my house. I'm scared to death for what I'm doing. I can't blame you. So, you, know, you know, you've, you've been, have you been watching our live stream? No, I haven't. Okay, you should check I it just, out. We're on there I right now. Got back from the Bur- I just got back from the Burlow County Republican meeting this morning. Okay, so um, you, wanted, you got something you want to talk to about? Talk to us about then? Plenty. I talked to Rebecca. That's guess, me. Or, or, okay, uh, last week, quite uh-huh. a bit at yeah. length, and you suggested I call in today. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, well, I am, I'm trying to get off the ground a campaign to recall Keller uh, based on that he gave basically over a quarter million dollars to a private entity, which is not good. He's not supposed to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, and this private entity was not in the city of Albuquerque. It wasn't even in the county of Bernalillo. What's the name of this entity? Um, uh, it is the indoor arena where the gladiators play indoor football up in Bernalillo. And where is this, and where is this located? For in Bernalillo, city of Bernalillo. Oh, city of Bernalillo, okay, outside of Albuquerque. It's not in the county of Bernalillo. No, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's not even Um, in Bernalillo County, yeah. Sandoval. No. Yeah. Um, And it paid for new turf for their indoor arena Uh and for a jumbotron and uh, for the gladiators. Now, Keller happens to be very good friends with the gladiators who play there. Okay. The only people who use that arena, he has to be really good friends with them, uh, with the owners. Yeah, and I think that had a lot to do with it. So he's taken. So what? What he's done? What Keller has done is he has uh, taken Albuquerque, city of Albuquerque taxpayer money, and yes. spent it for one of his pet projects in some place other yes. than Albuquerque. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds illegal to me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not not very good use of Albuquerque's. Uh, it actually went through Parks and Recreation, 
and the recreation requests were very vague on what the money was going to be used for. Uh-huh. And they actually purchased the turf and the jumbotron before the requisition got approved. And the requisition then was turned down and vetoed down, and so we're stuck with it. So how did he? How did he? Uh, how did he take this money and spend it without the approval of? Very carefully. Then, then the city council have to? Doesn't have to? That have to go through the city council? No, they didn't. Okay. The city council didn't approve it. He did it behind city council's back. The city council has called him on it, and now his administration's trying to get the turf back to make things right. And so what's the city of Albuquerque going to do with it other than put it in storage? It's right. cut for a different arena. Well, but he's already bought the no, turf, no right? To put it. He, he, bought, yeah. he bought the turf without approval of anybody else, right? He just right. single-handedly did it. Yes. It seems like that's what yeah. people, what, that well, the president and, and the governor through, and everybody no, he, seems to do no, nowadays. He, he went through City Parks and Recreation, and City Parks and Recreation actually purchased it. Oh, okay. So that made it go through a, a government agency. <laughs> right. Right, a city. It's a city. well. It's a government agency. Government. I mean, I'm always talking about all the time about how government agencies, three-letter agencies, now city agencies, apparently, uh, now spend money without any oversight. Right. Wow. Nice. It's rough. Yeah. So yeah. The, the city council was trying to get on him, and so they suggested, "Hey, we'll just get the, the, the turf back." And the city council saying, "No, no, no. You get the money back." Yeah, we want the we money back, exactly. We don't want... Yeah. We don't want to buy this stuff. We never approved that. So uh, how, right. can, how can people, exactly. uh, how can people uh, get in touch with you and support uh, uh, okay. your, your movement I, on what you're doing? Okay. Well, three ways. Okay. I have... You can call me at 505-850-3025. You can email me at recallkeller, all one word, at comcast.net, and getting that took two days on the phone with Comcast to get that email address. Okay. Uh, and, or you can go to Fund Me, go to uh, GoFundMe, and just do upper right, left-hand side, there's a search bar magnifying glass, and just look up Recall Keller, and the campaign will come up. Okay, sounds I good. Need, the process is I talk to the city clerk that I want to do a recall petition. Then I have a state hearing in one state court where I present my evidence why he should be recalled and he can counter any of my evidence and present his own why he shouldn't. Okay. So I need a lawyer to help me represent. I've heard from myself in court before, but I think this is a little higher up than some of the big boys. So I better get a lawyer. And all the lawyers, if I look them up in the state bar that um, are familiar with metropolitan law, are all city employees. And so it's a conflict of interest. I'm going to have to go out of state, or at least out of the city, to get a lawyer to represent me. Well, you um, know what the deal is with that. It's like, I, you know, this was right, going on yeah. during all the uh, tyranny that the governor, uh, you know, the tiny right. tyrant was doing, in which bar- apparently yeah. the government retained all the major law firms in the state so that nobody else could get any representation. Exactly. Yeah. And then I need advertising. And then... Um, I need to, I'm developing, I'll be talking to a firm, I need 40,000, I need one-third of, this, of the people who voted in the last mayor election, which is 40,000. Uh, that's total, I mean, that's the one-third. Um, and, but that might look kind of like a lot of, amount, a lot of amount of people to kind of contact, mm-hmm. but that's only one-third of the people 
who voted for Michelle Garcia Holmes for a U.S. representative. Well, okay. So I think it's doable. Well, hopefully uh, you being those people. hopefully you being on this show is going to get the word out. Everybody needs to share I, the word about I, what's I, going on. And you're, and you're the first person who has let me speak. There are so many rhinos around that tell me, give it up. You seem like a real ambitious person and have a lot of, you know, uh, goal. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just quit this and give this up and come work for me and, and my agenda? Yeah, of course. There is no, and <laughs> all the think tanks and all the think tanks across the Bernalillo County and in the city, there is no, I'll scratch your back if you'll scratch mine. Yeah, I'll yeah. put your website on my website and if you'll do the same for me. There's none, there's no cooperation yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't and you go they ahead? Don't, and, uh, they don't think they're competing with one another. They think they're competing for donor money, and so they're not helping each other. Go ahead and share that. Go ahead and share that contact information one more time, and I appreciate your call. Okay. And then we'll see if we can uh, get people okay. on board. Okay. The uh, the the funding website is um, GoFundMe, and go up the upper left hand corner and just put in Recall Keller. Just put in Recall, and you'll find it. Mm, okay. Um, and I came up with a, a, a new logo. Um, my email address <coughs> is recallkeller at comcast.net. And you can call me if you really want to talk to me at 505-850-3025. Okay. Thanks um, for your call. And I prefer the email but or, or text, text that, text that uh, phone number, uh, too, and I'll work also. Okay. Well, thanks for your call. Tune into the Rumble channel. We're streaming and live right we'll, now. We'll, You'll we'll, find Look for Becca Marie on there. Can I, can I make one more mention? Yeah, go ahead. Can I? Mm-hmm. I think that declaring Albuquerque a sanctuary city because immigrants, the immigrants that come across, un, not through regular channels, are I mean, it's just a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. If they get caught and sent back and come across, it's a felony. Or if they bring drugs, or if they bring firearms, it's a felony. Totally they, agree they, with they, you. I've been found out. But I, I think if they also bring sex slaves, it's also a felony. I haven't mm-hmm. found that yet. Yeah, totally so agree. So declaring Albuquerque a sanctuary city is aiding and abetting a felon. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for your call. Okay. Have, have a great now, day, okay? Thanks for giving me some time. Thanks You're welcome. Thanks for giving me some time. I, uh-huh. I've, I've gotten yoked. Okay. <laughs> thanks well, a lot. Good luck. Thank bye, you. Bye. bye. Yeah. Well. More corruption. More, uh, you know, we got the we got the mayor of Albuquerque uh, spending money without any approval. I mean, where is the where is he learned it from Biden? He did. Yeah, he did. It was yeah. easy. You know, like like Biden sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine without any congressional approval. How is this happening? <laughs> Remember when when remember when uh, when Obama uh, in the middle of the night sent plane loads of cash to Iran? Remember that one? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so uh, <clears throat> there was this story about the lead in chocolate that they were talking about the other day, and. I mean, we all know, even people that have probably been living with their, their, their head in the sand their entire life probably even know that lead in chocolate or lead, ingesting lead is not a good thing. I mean, we all hear about lead poisoning all the time. Lead is one of those really bad things you don't want in your body. 
And so I was uh, doing uh, some research on this about the lead in chocolate. And they were talking about how it gets in there. Apparently, they're saying that lead is uh, something that is a naturally occurring thing uh, within, you know, the... I guess the cocoa beans or whatever they make the chocolate out of? They, they, <clears throat> the husks of the beans um, sequester. Lead. Okay. They take it up. For, it comes from the water, typically, right. and then the husks sequester the lead. Interesting. <clears throat> so they're saying that apparently if you uh, only, you know, if you don't eat a massive amount of chocolate... Uh, that you're probably going to not receive a lethal dose of lead. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> yes. Mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Why aren't they trying to remove it is the question I have. So my take on it, I, I read the um, <clears throat> I read the uh, the articles around it. I did a little bit of research, and it looks like this is happening in um, like Belize or Brazil. I can't remember which it was. It starts with a B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> South America, and at any rate, the um, th- that it's not a U.S. thing at all. Um, but uh, they just don't have the water regulations yeah. down there, and so it's uh, the 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 chocolate of origin from there is where they're they're coming up with these contaminants. So, um, I have a little spiel about you know U.S. drinking water. Um, we test for heavy metals. They're talking also about cadmium as well. So, mm. Cadmium's uh, we, not good either. No. But uh, we test for lead. Every drinking water system in the United States um, is required to test for lead at least once every three years. Every um, It starts out as every year until they get you know two cleans, and then <clears throat> after that it's in a three-year cycle. Um, and uh, I pulled some of the, the – actually, I pulled – Becca's <laughs> yeah. um, uh, drinking water results, the sampling results from the drinking water. From from my house, from, from her, my neighborhood. From her neighborhood, from <laughs> yeah, her yeah. water provider. Um, so if anybody from New Mexico is listening, if you go on to NMED, which is New Mexico Environmental Division, um, their, their website, there's a drinking water watch. If you drill into drinking water watch, you come to uh, a yellow screen, and there's a map in it, and below the uh, water system um, GUI that allows you to to um, to, uh, to research a thing. Um, there's a by county, and you, and you hit that by county um, hyperlink, and then it takes you to a map and choose your county, and then you can, it gives you a list of of all the water systems in your county. And you can drill into any one of those water systems and look up the actual results, the testing results, how much lead is actually in your water the last time they took a sample. So I did the numbers for for Becca's um, water system. Which I don't drink my tap water, by the way. I don't suggest (laughs) anybody does. And... uh, Using the the maximum uh, levels uh, in the and the minimum levels of toxicity and everything from the water, um, I calculated that Becca would have to drink 321.47 liters per day of the water to hit the minimum toxic level. So, 
the the United States does a pretty good job of keeping lead out of your water. The lead that you get in your water is typically from the from old lead solder in copper pipes. So, um, and and it and it's exacerbated by corrosion from disinfectants. So there are disinfectant byproducts that come from, you know, adding chlorine to the water that mm-hmm. kind of that kind of thing. So. Um, just as an example, that the, the that 321 gallons or liters per day that she would have to drink was from the highest recorded level of lead that was that in the entire history of her system. So. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw an interesting article the other day in which they were talking about uh, the. Um, you know, drinking water and the impurities in tap water, and they were showing this uh, pipe, apparently, they had replaced, and they pulled it up out of the ground. And it was like this huge water pipe was, like, at least halfway filled with with stuff. Sludge. Con- contaminants that had collected in it over the years. Right. And, and this is why I won't drink... I won't drink tap water. I, many, many years ago, I had a guy come to my house, and before then, I believe I had probably drank tap water from time to time or even used it to cook with. Came to my house wanting to sell me a water system. And so he said, how about if I give you a free water test? It's like, yeah, sure, why not? So he, he ran a glass of water out of my tap, and he... Uh, mixed a couple chemicals in there basically that are like dyes that are mm-hmm. designed to show what's in the water which gets bleached out by chlorine and stuff like that and it's just clumps of stuff floating around in there it's so like coagulant uh, it's like oh he, he said see the big clumps of stuff he said do you know what that is I said gosh I don't think I want to know he said it's what we call TDS Totally dissolved Totally dissolved solids. Right. Totally dissolved solids. What's that? Oh, you know, that's like the stuff that you flush down your toilet. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> it could be other things, too. But needless to say, there are clumps of stuff in there, which you don't know what it is. And if you're drinking that tap water, you're drinking that stuff. It's 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 transparent, so you don't notice it so much, but it's, it's there. So personally, me... I don't drink tap water and I don't cook with tap water. I, I, I use, you know, bottled water, which is typically filtered and in, in best cases, it's reverse osmosis and, and almost all the bad stuff is gone. That's just what I do. You know, like mm. six years ago, we did, I lived in Taylor Ranch, huh? and they started coming around asking too much about the water, and they'd say, "How is your water? How's your water?" And we said, "Fine." You know, we had bottled water, we had a filter on the refrigerator. Yeah. But upstairs, where we never ever ever went up there because we just lived downstairs, the toilet was dripping black fungus and stuff out there that we hadn't even noticed because we hadn't gone up there, and so and not even flushing it, it's creeping out of there anyway. Like, I don't know what that black fungus was, but they're very concerned about the water. They kept coming to the house. Well, how's your water now? It's, how's your water now? It's probably that TDS in the water. It's getting out it's there, and then, it's, and then it's growing. It's food. No, it's just it's food for the, the fungi. Yeah. It's food for the fungi. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The fungi grows. Yeah. Yep. So, T- they have limits on TDS and everything. I test for TDS all the time. Yeah. And it's a, they, there are limits on it. And, it, you know, there's a, there's a scientific, and, you know, there's water engineering basis for all this stuff. So they have uh, MCLs or maximum contaminant levels. So 
So let's see here. They're talking about, I'm, I'm reading this one article on, it's called uh, DAMECOCA.com. And it's talking about California Office of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment, uh, the OEHHA, notes that the negative effects of lead exposure are magnified in children due to the concentrations of lead in their small bodies compared to in adults. So apparently it's it affects children more than it does adults just due to body mass. Yep. So I don't know. What can I say? You might want to limit your intake of chocolate. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I've, I've previously talked about this uh, lab-grown meat that, that, you know, they're trying to push on us, in which, you know, I, I even mentioned it a while back about that essentially what this lab-grown meat is, is essentially amounts to a precancerous tumor is, is what they're comparing it to. But apparently, somebody has taken uh, material. Now, I, I've seen these these news articles in which they've found these woolly mammoths uh, very well preserved in in like in in ice that's like Arctic ice and stuff like that, where they, their fur and everything is still intact. You know, well, what they've managed to do now, you're gonna like this, is they have taken some of this DNA material, which they've found from woolly mammoths, and they've managed to complete the DNA sequence, which with like uh, I think DNA from like a modern day elephant or something, and have actually recreated kind of like kind of like uh, Jurassic Park, you know, where they've recreated this mammoth DNA. And what they're doing is they're growing the, the mammoth DNA in the lab, and they're making meatballs out of it. So now you can eat a dinosaur. Ew. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what other kind of animals are they going to bring back? I mean, I, you know, I've been known to have some exotic meat here and there, like ostrich and buffalo. And, ostrich is good. Yeah, ostrich is pretty good. Um, so now you're going to be able to pick your favorite dinosaur and, and right. have like, like maybe a T-Rex burger or something. So I have a question. Have you, have, yeah. you, have you studied this much at all? No, because this is new. I just came across when, this the other day. When I look at this, they they talk about, oh, they take uh, cells and, they, you know, stem cells and they ca- cause them to grow and they add essential nutrients. But how do they, what, how do they build mass out of the thing? What do they feed this thing to so that it'll actually get, grow tissue? I mean, it's, right. eventually it has to be tissue so we're talking about putting carbon and 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 things like that into the petri dish or something and so that it will grow right expand so that it can be a steak instead of a couple of stem cells with in a slurry in a petri dish i think that's why somebody said that it's pretty much a precancerous tumor is what it is it just grows without you know like for instance a cow Okay, is the the quality of the meat is partly dependent on the activity level of the cow right. that it came from, right? Because they're exercising their muscles, and essentially the the meat is muscle from the animal. Right, but they still need to eat the grass. They do so to give it building blocks right. so that it can actually be mass rather than just a concept. Right, and you they know, move it's around. It's not just DNA, it's, it, it has to have mass. Yeah. So what do they feed it? How do they... 
That's a really damn good question. Right? Because those are the building blocks of the thing. So, yay, it's, it's dinosaur DNA that you're eating, or mammoth DNA. Yeah, woolly but, mammoth DNA. But what did, the, what did the tissue get built out of? Yeah, yeah. What kind of pink slime from McDonald's? or <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was telling somebody about this and saying that, you know, we're not even going to know what we're eating anymore. And right. Building it out of nothing in a petri dish. And they said, well, if it looks like a ribeye and it tastes like a ribeye, I'll eat it. I said, okay. And maybe there won't be anything wrong with that. I don't know. But is it really going to look like a ribeye? I, I don't see how it could. They have ways. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, but, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's the quality. Like I said, I mean, that's how it works with, like, any other animal cows, chickens, any other animals that we raise as, as a food source is, is their activity level builds their muscles. And, and it, and it, you know, just like I, from what I understand with cows, it's like, you know, they leave them out in the pasture and they graze out there and they walk around and they get a lot of exercise and things like that. And then right at the last part of the process before they send them to market is they bring them in uh, to the, uh, to, into the corrals to, fatten them up a little bit before they send them off to the butcher. That, that's how I understand it. So if you're growing something on a Petri dish, it's not doing any of that. It's just right. a glob of cells that are multiplying. And, and I think that's why the article I read before, I mean, that's how a cancer multiplies. It just is multiplying cells and it's not. So we're saying here that eating that meat could give you cancer. Well, I don't know about that. Well, you know, if it's growing in there and then you digest, you ingest it, you know, it just makes sense, don't it's you think? pretty well accepted that we all have cancer mm-hmm. all the time. It's happening in our bodies all the time. And it's just yeah. when it takes hold and, you know, whatever. So it, it, it's, it's a kind of a cliche in the medical profession that we're all going to die of cancer. So eventually it's a... If we live long enough? A, yeah, if you live long if enough. If we live long enough. Exactly. By the way... Um, 505-444-5059 if you're listening to the live stream want to call us and join the conversation we'd love to hear from you um, I've noticed we've had some more uh, viewers jumping onto Rumble that's good I'm sorry about the first hour we probably lost a lot of people today because of that I know last week we had over 160 people jump on at the beginning so we're going to have that fixed next week but anyway, so you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, and uh, we're coming up on the final segment here, and uh, I think we're going to talk about the Twitter files. What do you think, Steve? You want to talk about that one a little bit? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then whatever else comes up, but that may be all we have time for in the final segment. Also, I, I prob- well, I probably want to mention this article I've been sitting on for quite a while now uh, that came out in the Epoch Times about mind dominance, the CCP's disinformation war on U.S. social media. I think that's very, very, um, very, very similar to what we've been seeing. And I think that's what's going on. I'd say it's a component of the I think it's a component. Story. Yeah. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2020. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer Clear Trait Orthodontic Therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle's not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, along with our guest, Steve Fuson, Fuson Fusion. Yeah, yeah. We have butchered that so many times. We have. <laughs> we have. I should never have told you my name. <laughs> Just Steve would have Just done Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve it's yeah. Steve. Anyway, so uh, 505-444-5059. If you're watching me live stream and want to call in and join the conversation, we would love to hear from you. If you want to send me an email and uh, questions and comments, Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Also, the website, freedomspeaknm.com. And from there, you can actually click on that Rumble link on Friday morning from 9 a.m. to noon and watch the live stream and call in and join the conversation if you want to. So we've been talking about government overreach. It seems like to be the theme of today's show. And it seems like it's all we hear about nowadays is what tyrannical thing is the government going to do next? And this all just started really, you know, it's been creeping in on us over years and years and years. But when the COVID scamdemic came out, they went all out tyranny on us. 
and now they can do anything they want. You know, just like how the uh, tiny tyrant in, in, in New Mexico just uh, imposed mandates, uh, bullied businesses, shut them down, uh, told the public utility companies to go and turn off utilities to people. All of this stuff is highly illegal and unconstitutional. And President Joe Brandon sending billions of dollars to Ukraine unaccountable without any congressional approval. And then we just hear from our friend that just called on the phone a little while ago about how Mayor Keller is spending Albuquerque taxpayer money on projects outside of Albuquerque. Because he favors them. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is insanity. Mm-hmm. There's no end to it. There is no end to it. So, <clears throat> told you about earlier how Matt Taibbi, the guy that has been the journalist, he's an actual journalist, <clears throat> he's an actual journalist, by the way, has been going through the Twitter files, and he's been putting stuff out there, one release after the other. I've been going through them. I'm up to release number 15 now. And so I was looking at that. And by the way, how you find this, if you want to look at these Twitter files, um, go into your Twitter account and make sure you follow follow Matt Taibbi, and that's spelled T-A-I-B-B-I, and uh, follow him. And then just do a search on his thread under Twitter file, and you'll come up with the releases, and you can read them and see what's in them. So... I was I was watch I was reading this <clears throat> number fifteen in which it says here a bunch of legitimate right leaning accounts were being accused of being Russian bots. Virtually any conclusion drawn from it will take conversations in conservative circles on Twitter and accuse them of being Russians. You know, just like how they were accusing President Trump of being a Russian agent. They had no proof of this at all. And as a matter of fact, on uh, Twitter and other social media platforms, they were calling everybody a Russian with no actual evidence. We don't need evidence anymore, right? We don't need evidence. We just make the accusation. says here that... uh, Let's see. It talks about, these are quotes by Twitter executives about Hamilton 68, a digital dashboard that claimed to track Russian influence and was the source of hundreds, if not thousands, of mainstream print and TV news stories in the Trump years. The dashboard was headed by former FBI counterintelligence official and current MSNBC contributor, oh wow, what a surprise, Clint Watts, and funded by a neoliberal think tank, the Alliance for Securing Democracy. The ASD Advisory Council includes neoconservative writer Bill Kristol, oh that guy, he's... He's, a, he's definitely a left-wing wacko. I, you know, I used to listen to that guy years ago when MSNBC used to seem like a legitimate news source. 
and I thought he seemed like a reasonable guy, and he just lost his mind like a lot of other people did. I, I haven't seen him recently since he lost his mind, but he used to be the the right <clears throat> counterpart on uh, what was it, uh, Crossfire? Okay, Correct? I, I mean, think so. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a he was a a, a Republican, right? Spokesperson. I I always <laughs> I always thought of him as being the voice for right. reason, you know. But him, like a lot of other people, I, it just seems like they've just lost their minds. It's like, whoa, what happened to you? You know, and, and I know people like that too. That that I personally knew, that I thought of as as um, people that were critical thinkers that weren't necessarily conservatives or, or, right. or liberals, but just simply critical thinkers. And they've thrown out critical thinking, too. I, I, I don't get it. And it all seemed to really, really start during Obama. Did you notice that, too? I, I have to, to, to duck out of this one because I've, I disappeared from the political spectrum right about at Obama. Yeah? yeah you saw it's just <clears throat> too crazy for me? Right, I just say I'm I'm I, I'm a George Carlin libertarian. I'm like it's a big club, and I'm not in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yes. so I just see corruption everywhere. I'm nonpartisan. I think they're they're all if you if you're if you're a career politician, you're not on my side. You're not doing things for me, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how I see the whole thing. So I sort of ducked out of the whole discourse part of that. I'm still a registered Democrat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I totally am. I'm still a registered Democrat. You. They just don't want me anymore. Yeah, that's what happened to all of us. Yeah, right? I, all I remember, I wasn't even politically motivated back then during Madonna, Obama either. But I just distinctly remember him saying, "When the tide turns, and it will, I'll stand with the Muslims." And I thought, "Is this our president talking?" You know what? Yeah, you don't remember him saying that? No. Yeah, when the tide turns, and it will. I will stand with Biden the Muslims. Biden said that? No, Obama. Oh, Obama said that. Yeah. Okay. But I wasn't political back then. I didn't want to hear it. I said, whatever, you know. Well, I heard Obama say things when he was running for president the first time around that just really creeped me out. It's like, wow, this guy's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I had a case of the ass against W. That was <laughs> that was where I was coming well, from. Well, now we're finding out he wasn't <clears throat> so good either. Right. They're all in the same club. Yep. Like I said, it's a big club, and I'm not in it. Yeah, we we talked about stuff on last week's show about uh, about you know Bush Senior mm-hmm. about some of the stuff he was involved in, you know, and and how there are that are thi- there are things going on in the government that even the president of the United States apparently right. there's this government within the government right. that is set up in which the president of the United States is kept. Right. Out. Doesn't have a high enough security clearance to see it. I, 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 what? Right? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, yeah. yeah. That goes straight to the UFO thing that you were talking about. It does. So if anybody doesn't think that a shadow government does not exist, well, I'm sorry, that's proof of it right there. If there is some place the president of the United States cannot go within the U.S. government, that is a shadow government right there. Right. They're saying that they have... More clearance than the president? I don't get it. I don't get it. So anyway, so uh, says here the um, the dashboard 
was headed by FBI counterintelligence official and current MSA, Clint Watts, and founded by a liberal, neoliberal think tank. And you had these, you had these government officials, like, like I was talking about Bill Crystal, which he's lost his mind. Um, also, the former ambassador to Russia, Michael McFall, ex-Hillary for America Chief John Podesta and former heads of deputies, heads of the CIA, NSA, and the Department of Homeland Security. All of these people had their claws into, into Twitter at the time. Now, didn't I hear I, – I heard something yesterday. Unfortunately, I missed out on this. Maybe you guys heard about this, that Twitter actually censored somebody yesterday mm-hmm. and removed their posts. What was that all about? Do you know? It's not springing in my brain, but I did hear it. Um I, I, I don't remember who it was exactly. Oh. Matt Walsh? Or. I, I, I think I. Oh, I remember what it was now. Okay. It had to do with these. Um, hold on here. I'm looking for it here because I had it in my notes. Something about. Uh, shoot. I'll let you know if I find it. I thought I had some. But they. But they they censored something, and I can't remember what it was. If one of you guys listening knows and wants to call in and, and talk about that, that'd be great. So, <clears throat> says here, news outlets for years cited Watts and Hamilton 68 when claiming Russian bots were amplifying an endless parade of social media causes against strikes in Syria in support of Fox host Laura Ingram, the campaigns of both Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. So, you know, I talked about this previously, about how what they were doing is they were uh, like media outlets like MSNBC, CNN, and all that kind of stuff. They were taking this propaganda and spreading it like it was fact and they were doing the same thing with doctors and scientists that were speaking out during the COVID scandemic. They were also saying, well, there were false information or misinformation. And they were blocking and censoring them also. And then the news outlets were parroting that narrative. Right. <clears throat> While true, we don't like it. Yeah. I mean, that, that was their, their position on the thing. Well, even though it's true, it could lead the stupid people, meaning me, to believe something wrong. So we're going to go ahead and censor that. Well, yeah. And, and like the old thing goes, it's like if you repeat a lie often enough, people will believe it. You know, just like what I was talking about earlier, where I have a friend of mine that never heard of ivermectin. Okay. And, and you and me are thinking, well, how could you possibly not ever hear of ivermectin? Well... That's because of the censorship right. was very effective, except for those of us like like us and a lot of other people we know that do that dig deep, right. and we you know we pay we have a large network of people on social media that share information, and we get the information not from mainstream media. Correct, and you know I. I even used to watch Fox News all the time, and I even stopped doing that because they, they, it looked like they were becoming kind of uh, bought and sold by um, yep. corporate interests. Yep. 
And I, I think they started that way personally. I mean, Rupert Murdoch is the ultimate quarter corporate interest. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I watch I watch Gutfeld um, clips on YouTube. <laughs> that's yeah. about my that's my Fox. You know what I mean? Yeah, Every I like, once in a while, I like I watch Gutfeld. Tucker. You know, what I, I mean? like Tucker and I like Gutfeld. Yeah, but I never turn on the television, the cable, and watch it on Fox News. It's always a clip that I see that someone else threw into my feed. So you don't want to you don't want to uh, submit to the programming, huh? I, I don't I don't watch any actual mainstream media whatsoever. It's just not interesting, and I believe it's not true. No matter which side you're looking at, there there's there's a corporate interest behind it. Period. So apparently, this Hamilton sixty eight group on on Twitter was this group made up of all of these uh, government deep state hacks, and they were spreading. Um, propaganda like crazy it says here hamilton 68 never released the list claiming the russians will simply shut the accounts down all those reporters and tv personalities making claims about russian bots never really knew what they were describing well the the funny thing about it is that twitter then reverse engineered it so they knew what they by just by the activity by what hamilton 68 was looking at they knew who the 600 were yeah and they went through and found that 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 what was it like 431 of them were just legitimate people yeah that they just didn't like their because of the tone of whatever tweets they made they got labeled as a bot Mm -hmm. wow isn't that crazy? I know. I, I can't believe that's happening in this country. And and Twitter, the the executives at Twitter were the ones. I mean, they were the, the emails between them were the ones that described that the Hamilton sixty eight was a, just a non-starter. It was a bad spider. You know, it was a, the yeah. algorithm was wrong. Yeah, incorrect. Wow. But they, but they let it go on. They didn't say a damn thing about it. <clears throat> they talked internally, but. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in layman's terms, the Hamilton 68 barely had any Russians. In fact, apart from a few retweet accounts, it's mostly full of ordinary Americans, Canadians, and British. Right. You know, I got shut down on Twitter myself. <laughs> My account, which I had built up over a thousand followers, they just deleted it. Gone. Did you get it back after Elon? No, no, no I didn't get it back. It was a scam. Instead of tracking how Russia influenced American attitudes, Hamilton 68 simply collected a handful of mostly real, mostly American accounts and described their organic conversations as Russian scheming. (laughs) Because we think so. Because we don't like what they say. We don't like what they say. Yeah, we don't like what they say. And, and Matt Taibbi, the guy that's uncovering this information, real information, I would say that he really is a journalist because he's actually doing some actual investigating, coming up with this stuff, probably sifting through thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets to share this with us and try to make some sense of it. Yeah, Taibbi has a 30-year track record of, of serious journalistic yeah, you know credentials. I mean, he was a war correspondent. He, he wrote for the, the uh, what you call, Rolling Stone. The whole, yeah. you know what I mean. He was he was a serious reporter. Yeah, and he's on the left. So yeah, and, but I they know. Still don't Imagine like that. what he's saying. So let's right. attack him and make him a a, a, a right wing. Let's send the IRS after him. Right. Yeah. 
they're characterizing him as 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 a far right radical. Far you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Who's pretty? Yeah. Real people need to know they've been unilaterally labeled Russian stooges without evidence or recourse, is what Yol Roth from Twitter actually said. Yep. Even even Yol Roth, which he's a right winger, even he was having trouble with this. But the thing is, is Twitter left, right? He, huh? The Yol is left. Oh, he's right? left. Yeah, he's yeah. left. Yeah. Did I? What did I just say? He said right. Oh, did I? Sorry about <laughs> yeah. that. Thanks for catching that one for me. Um, yeah, he's on the left, mm-hmm. but yet uh, he just couldn't ex- ignore the facts. It's like, hey, you know, the government's wanting me to find all these Russians, and and we're just trying really hard, but we're not finding any Russians. In a under questioning from from Gates and Jordan and stuff in the in the committee. Um, he did. He played hops, political hopscotch all over. The thing. He, he's obviously left. Wouldn't say, you know, wouldn't answer questions directly. The whole thing, but in his internal communications, he states what he believes. Yeah, and yeah. Says here, Yol Roth wanted a confrontation. My recommendation at this stage is an ultimatum: you release the list, or we do. He wrote. However, there were internal concerns about taking on the politically connected alliance for securing democracy. Apparently, that's that's another word they use a lot, democracy. Right. They're always calling the United States a democracy. It's not right. a democracy. You know, I even hear right-wing commentators doing this. Like, what is wrong with you? Because they heard it long enough, like you said, repeated they, long even enough, they're believing, believing it. it. Yes, it's yep. like the United yep. States is not a democracy. Nope. A democracy is mob rule now. That could be what we're we're transitioning into that's what they want that's what they want you know but no we're a representative republic you know we we have some democratic processes in the election but other than that it is a representative republic is what our government is and it's what's supposed to be and it's what's currently under attack by these democrats (laughs) i i I think it's both cultural and generational i i think that that Folks that are our age um, are they're <clears throat> they're they're using tactics to cut us out of the herd. They don't want our voices out there because we lived in the before times. Yeah, I, I really believe that. I mean, say we were taught civics in school. We you know history, all that stuff. You know, we participated and yeah. you know registered to vote when we were you know all that good right, stuff. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the courts and the separation of powers. It was an powers innocent time when the, we were growing right, up. Right, right. But, I mean, we, we, were, we were brought up, we were educated on the, on the, the political theory, the civics of, of American civil discourse. And, and, and the, the, the generations that are now, they've never even heard of, heard of such a thing. No. And so they don't know about it and they don't want us telling them. No. Well, well and, just, and just like I talked about at the beginning of the show in my opening monologue, why, which is why I was talking about Paul Revere, and I was talking about what, what were the things that actually kicked off the Revolutionary War. Um, things that kicked off the Revolutionary War are a lot less than what is going on right now. Right. And like we were talking about earlier, it's like, well, you know, at what point – at what point do we, you know, when they're raiding our houses and confiscating our guns and when they're, when they're maybe even coming door to door and forcing an injection on you or, or whatever they're doing right. to you next. Cutting I mean, your bank account. Yeah. Cutting your power. Cutting your power. Because you don't have an injection. Closing down your business. <clears throat> and sending right. 87,000 armed IRS agents. Right. Like armed. Really? Armed but not trained. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sending FBI agents to your home and dragging you and your family out of your home and handcuffing your children and terrorizing your family and having like a whole bunch of militarized uh, people with assault weapons yep. uh, with their laser sights pointed at your heads. Right. At what point the, do we say we've lost our country? Right. And the ATF ex post facto in you, basically every everything that they're doing, you know, they, they make administrative law, right? So it's a rulemaking process. We mm-hmm. put this rule in place and that ex post facto makes you a felon. And so now they can show up with those laser-pointing AR-15s and, and SWAT teams. And, those assault weapons right, that they don't want exactly. us to have, but they want to have them. Right, right. You know, and, and I've pointed this out numerous times. It's like they want to take your weapons away, and they call them weapons of war. Well, if we ever have a war, yeah, they'll make right. a good weapon of war. Right. But the thing is, is they don't want us to have them, but them— our civil servants, the right. people that work for we the people, they want to have right. those things so that they can control and trample on our freedom. And 2A was never about hunting. No. 2A was always about that specific war. Yes, it was. It was always about and that And like war. I talked about <clears throat> the beginning of the Revolutionary War, where, where the British were coming, and the militia had their guns ready to go to fight back against a tyrannical government. Correct. The militia is not a government-ran institution. Nope. And, you know, even in this state, uh, our, our legislature in this state was trying to go after militias right. in this state. I'm sorry, militias are constitutional, they are legal, and as long as you are not breaking the law, there there is no reason yep. they have to come That's after 1A, you. That's 1A, freedom of, freedom That's of right. association. And you might say yep. even that the Second Amendment actually protects, a mili- it, protects it, it militias. It protects all of them. Yes. It, except it, in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, except in New Mexico. Mm. So, you know, we've been talking about, uh, I, I, there's a little bit something, you know, I had this uh, article on mind dominance, the CCP's disinformation war on U.S. social media um, that was on the Epoch Times. If you guys don't have a subscription to the Epoch Times, it is well worth it. It doesn't cost very much. I would highly suggest that you get a subscription because um, they they do some real investigative journalism and they post a lot of articles. I get a lot of articles from them. I, I Obviously, don't get all my articles from them, but I get a lot of articles from them, including this one, um, in which they're uh, talking about that the next evolution of psychological warfare called cognitive domain operations that leverages subliminal messaging, deep fakes, overt propaganda, and public sentiment analysis. Now, you know, they're talking about this thing with TikTok. And which I think has a lot to do with this. You know, the Chinese version of TikTok is way different than the American version. In America, it's it's being used as a propaganda tool. In in China, their TikTok is being used as an educational tool. But so it's also it, a gathering tool. A gathering. Not just a propaganda tool, but a gathering tool. Yeah. So they can they gather information on all all facets of American life. Oh yeah. I mean <clears throat> your phone, these these smartphones, they collect all kinds of information. They collect your 
information about uh, who you've called, who you've you know who you've talked to, where you've been, your geographic right. data, uh, your personal data. I mean, think about all of the information you plug in to various different. Uh, websites uh, throughout the course of the day onto your cell phone. Your cell phone is a wealth of information. It, it, they can find out almost everything about you with this with different apps that have permissions to go into your phone, into your contact list, into your into your GPS. All of these things to where they can find out all this information about you. And you know, I like the thing here where they're talking about uh, subliminal messaging. You know, these videos that you're watching on TikTok could be laced with subliminal messages, which is inputting into your subconscious brain that you don't even realize it's happening. You know, and not only that, but the sentiment analysis, I don't know, what does that have to do with how people feel about things? And you know, we were talking about during the break about these these activist liberal judges in which it's all about how they feel. You know, like the thing with, uh, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know if you guys have been following that. I followed that a little bit. Thank goodness she got found, uh, you know, not guilty after fighting this thing for months. Over a skiing accident? Over a skiing accident. Apparently now you can be sued over having a skiing accident. Unbelievable. So, hey, we're running out of time, people. It's been a great show. Um, join us next week at the beginning of the live stream I promise I'll have it going at the very beginning like it's supposed to rumble just go to our website freedomspeaknm.com click on the rumble link on Friday morning 9am mountain standard time and the show goes from 9am to noon Um, and if you want to uh, send us an email questions and comments uh Beck at freedomspeaknm.com. And for all of you listeners on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM, AM 700, uh, we're, we're, on, we're on there every Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. So just want to say, to conclude, that freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we are weak. Together, we are strong. It's time for all of us to stand up, open your eyes, reject division, and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate. Hell no. We won't comply. And here we go, everybody. We We are the the resistance. resistance. Catch you next week. Have a fantastic weekend.